Hello there, YouTube, Spotify, and anywhere else on the internet where we somehow have viewers. This is Supercast Brothers, the probably not the only podcast about Smash Brothers out there. I'm, I'm fairly certain about that. But this is the one where we talk about the potential of the future and what we could see in future games. I, as always, am Zantuck, otherwise known as Lister. We have a blank screen here who is something that's going to terrify me, I'm sure. Unless it's not going to show up, in which case, hey, uh, easy day for me. I don't have to deal with that nonsense. Awesome. Always, ah, Apple man. Fuck. Hey, everyone. I'm Apple Man. I thought, How's it going? Easy I have a head that's just, just a red delicious apple. Just want one, one episode without nonsense. So Kelly's here, too. Yes. Kelly's back from the we, Fire Emblem Smasher Dash. We Hi, guys. Have... Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> Our friend Kelly served the jellies, who previously was on those Smash episodes where we discussed, you know, Adogar, Dimitri, and Claude, and then we were all disappointed when we found out what actually came out of that. Well, I say we, but uh, once again, I, I claim you. no responsibility for for swaying any possible cosmic like karma or anything like that. <laughs> well, and, uh... until we hear the truth of what happened, I blame you, sir. Oh. <laughs> I uh, I do still at least wish we had Kelly's Byleth moveset from the Smashtopia wiki because I kind of think that it's better than what it Nintendo is. came up with and that's kind of that just but so today yeah. but so today's not fun. a day for too much salt, today is a day for Kelly, Kelly Jelly uh, who also, by the way uh, very notably made our fantastic jingle for the second season and ongoing of Super Cast Brothers. Which you so, wouldn't hear unless you were evil and you skipped like the first 12, 13 seconds of the episode? I think, I think that's yeah. how long it is. Yeah, well, so thank you Kelly for uh, for enhancing our series like that. It's very appreciated. Thank you. Thank you for hosting me as well. Of course. So, uh, so Apple Man and Xantok are hosting Kelly on this episode to get into another Smasher Dash, and this time it's going to be a little bit different, eh, Lister? It is. We've done quite a few Smasher Dashes at this point, and for the most part, they've all followed the exact same format. We do a pair of two characters, we discuss them, we pick a winner. We do a different pair of two characters, we discuss them, we pick a winner. The only time that's been different is like when we did the uh, Fire Emblem character, we were like, okay, or I think we also did a Pokemon one as well, where we had three characters that we discussed and we picked one winner, and then of course our Tournament of Champions. This time around, we're putting a twist on it. We have Kelly here for a very special reason. Kelly has put four characters onto the Smashtopia wiki of their own design. And I was like, you know what, hey, since we have four, why don't we do a special Kelly Jelly theme episode with all four of their characters? And I was like, you know what, let's make this even better. Instead of having character one versus character two, and then three versus four, why don't we just make this a battle royale? A Kelly Jelly special battle royale of four characters all going at it at once. And then once we've discussed the merits of all four and we've picked and prodded at what they could all bring, we pick two of the whole lot. And that's who our winners are going to be. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about this format, Kelly? I think, uh, first off, you both do me a great honor for feature, for allowing this to be sort of like a, a Kelly Jelly-centric topic. And I think it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see kind of how, like, it's not, it's not limited to sort of like a one-versus-one format. It can kind of be taking all 
ideas into account across the wide, a wider spectrum. Yeah, absolutely. So I, uh, I concur. And, uh, you know, it's also an honor to us to have your name gracing the Smashtopia wiki, uh, as well as Supercast Brothers, because otherwise, uh, it would just be 300 plus submissions that are onto the wiki page that are mostly done by Lister and I, and by Lister and I, I mean Lister. So, 500 plus now. <laughs> 500 <laughs> plus. So it's, no, it's, it's, it's cool to have a there little bit of, of Kelly Jelly Dash. As of the moment of recording, there's currently over 550 submissions on the wiki. Holy moly. Wow. And I'm sure quite a bit are coming from uh, from the new episode uploads as well. Uh, a fair few. A fair few. Yeah, I've, I've yeah, finally yeah. been getting into some of the older ep- all the older Smashtopia episodes. Uh, Porky, Ezio, uh, Toon Link, the other ones mm-hmm. that we've worked on, they are all now on the wiki. I'm still working on the Assist Trophy episode. There's a lot to go through there. And then, um, well, all of my stages, one of the stage ups that are up, but uh, the rest of them are not yet. But they might be soon. By the time this episode goes up, they might be. I won't make any promises. say they should be. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to make that promise because they ain't mine. They are mine. They are, and I actually have the notes sitting down somewhere. So it's, so it's an easy copy-paste job. I don't really know why I haven't done it yet. Newer characters we've been doing a better job with, by we I mean me, because I've been pre-writing everything before we even begin recording, and then mm-hmm. I just take notes on, okay, what do I need to replace, because this because my move didn't get picked. I'm like, okay, oh, hey, I, I, I gave that one move to Midna. <laughs> yeah, you you did write one with the Midna because I asked you to. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to write this one. I want to take a shortcut here. And there were a few little pieces of it. I'm just like, you explain this thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, writing a Porky yeah. was actually a little bit of fun. I uh, had some fun descriptors. Used yeah, the costumes are, are pretty entertaining. I, I, I might have referenced a certain uh, Willy Wonka film. <laughs> nice. Is that the one where he goes into exile? No, that's Survivor Exile Island. <laughs> I do remember Gene Wilder on that. Good, yeah. good times. He won. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, holy moly. I guess uh, we should probably jump into the meat of the episode and just get into the into the free for all, unless there's uh, anything else that either of you guys want to mention prior. The only thing I'll say before we get into is just like a very quick listing of who all the characters are we're discussing. Uh, Kelly here knows all of them better than the two of us, so uh, you'll be get you'll be getting to do a lot of the fun well, of actually talking about who they all are. But the ones that we have up for discussion today are. Uh, Phantom R from Rhythm from Rhythm Thief and the Emperor's Treasure, I believe it's called. That's correct. Uh, Travis yes. Touchdown of No More Heroes. Mm-hmm. Metal Slug from Metal Slug, and Chell of the Portal Games. Right in German, Metal Slug is called Metal Slug. Das Slug. Yeah. Interesting. There you go. There you go. Well, yeah, so, so I'll, I'll do my best to talk about them, but in reality, I've only actually played um, um, the Portal games and Rhythm Thief and the Emperor's Treasure. I only know a little bit about Metal Slug and No More Heroes, though I hope to remedy that soon, thanks to No More Heroes being ported to the Switch recently. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like I've been lied to. 
I've watched a lot of the cutscenes and, and gameplay, so I, 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 I know a little, but I'm not like I still have to play it myself. So. I, I, I am. A... I've seen a little bit of gameplay of Travis Touchdown both years ago uh, from a roommate, and then just recently um, a streamer that I'll occasionally watch was playing through it, and I saw the fight against the military girl in the first game. Oh, Chloe Walsh. Sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, back when it came out on the Wii, I just started. Uh, Holy Summers, that's my bad. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. There that's you go, there you go. Right. Uh, back in the day, I just wasn't quite old enough to walk into a game store and pick up No More Heroes. <laughs> so I believe that. Yeah, yeah, that was an issue. Yeah, see, there you go. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with uh, with No More Heroes. But yeah, I, I want to ca- catch up with it on the backlog now that it's on Switch. Uh, Metal Slug, I, I like quite a bit. I've played the first few games. Not all the way through, mind you, because they're hard as nails, but they're fun to play through. Yeah. yeah. I think I've, I think I've only played a little bit of one of them at, like, an arcade cabinet one time, long, long time ago. Like, I don't even know. I can't even remember where, but, yeah, it is really tough. <laughs> Very nice. Well, uh, I guess character intros. Well, uh, Kelly, let's, uh, let's just start with the characters that you uh, know a little bit better than. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, Phantom Arc? Alrighty, sure. Um, so for Phantom R, he's uh, he's probably the most niche character out of these this group. He uh, his game Rhythm Thief and the Emperor's Treasure came out on 3DS in I think 2011. I think it was 2011 so. or 2012. So Phantom R is he's like a he's like a gentleman thief, and he's 16 years old. And so what he does is that he goes into he infiltrates art museums, he steals paintings which are apparently fake paintings, and then he returns the real paintings several days later. And by day, he's just a regular dude named uh, Raphael living in Paris, France, who, and his father's disappeared, and he's trying to figure out why. And apparently, Napoleon Bonaparte's about to be resurrected, and a lot of crazy stuff happens, but he's a pretty stylish and rhythmically inclined guy. Yeah, he's very cool. I like him a lot. That is that is a great backstory. <laughs> All right, I think Professor Layton was like music. There you go, there you go, gotcha, gotcha. And I do, uh, I like how Lister is pointing to his shirt at the time because it's uh, the Phantom Thieves as well from Persona Five. Oh, wow. So that's a uh, Phantom J, I suppose, at the up top. Uh, that fine shirt from Fan Gamer, not a not a sponsor, but we want you to be. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll take anything of the sponsor because that means money. You you want me to show Apex Gaming? Sure, whatever. I don't give a shit. What about like a foot massage device or something? Will they send me one? <laughs> yes, that's part sure. of the deal. <laughs> sure. Okay. Why not? Lil Lil Jono's foot rub device. Pass. Okay, not to kill the tone of the episode or the, or the pace of it. Kelly, tell us a little bit about Chell. Shell is, uh, yeah. Well, oh, I, I don't, okay, sorry, I lost my train of thought. No problem. So, Shell, happens with him. Shell is the, the protagonist, the silent protagonist um, from the Portal games, Portal and Portal 2. So she's a test subject who we don't really know much about her, but we know that she's violent and she's very tenacious. She never gives up, ever. So she often uses, she uses a Portal gun to go through and, and to solve many of the tests in chambers in aperture science often laid out for her by by uh, the ai robot glados and she uses her mind to solve all these problems with portals 
Now you're thinking with portals. <laughs> she also likes cake. Very nice. Cake is good. The cake is not a lie, huh? Mm-mm. So, uh, although that would be a spoiler, I suppose. Uh, so before we get too into it, because I'm not familiar with the character, how do you pronounce the name? That's I, I don't think anyone really knows. I say Chell. Uh, it I've could be Shell. I have only ever yeah. heard of Chell. I've never heard okay. anybody and say otherwise. Then for the sake of the episode, I guess we'll move forward with uh, with it being Chell. Uh, now I guess into kind of, uh, you know, sleepy, like, not sleepier territory, I'm not sure why it's so that, uh, steamier territory, quite actually, because these are the characters that not many, that we, that we know less about, all three of us. <laughs> and we were just like, Kelly, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> uh, she's a bit of an enigma, you don't really get much from her. Mm-hmm. Most of it, most of her, like, she doesn't really speak, so her dialogue kind of comes from, like, bouncing off, like, Wheatley and GLaDOS herself, so. Nice, nice. She's interesting. Uh, how about, uh, how about a bit of, on Metal Slug, and I, and since I know the series a bit too, we can kind of just go back and forth, I suppose. Sure thing. So, um, so Metal Slug, it's the series name, obviously. I just, I kind of picked that as sort of like a catch-all. It mm-hmm. could very well be like a Bowser Jr. situation where you've got, like, the defense. So first of all, the characters, the four main characters that are the most common throughout each of the games are uh, Marco, or sorry, Marco Rossi, um, Tarma Roving, um, Eri Kasamoto, and Fiora Jeremy. So it could be, it could very well be that Rocco is like the, uh, or Marco is the uh, the default, but I just sort of said Metal Slug to kind of keep it fair. Right, right. That's that's uh, that is totally fair, and uh, Metal Slug is a very popular arcade series especially in the uh the mist of the 90s boom i think their direct competitor is uh likely contra and maybe gunstar heroes since they're both in the arcade shooter format that to the side scrolling uh goodness that's kind of died out more recently uh metal slug is still going pretty strong though it's also uh one of the few snk arcade series that have been ongoing for quite some time that are that is not a 2d fighting title uh or ip and uh yeah, and beyond that, I guess uh, the Metal Slug is the uh, the tank. It is the imp- uh, nay impervious tank that you uh, access at certain parts of certain missions to uh, basically obliti- obliterate other enemy soldiers, and later on in the series, aliens. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> this, this game isn't crazy enough, so let's throw the aliens in. Yeah. And if I remember correctly yeah, so, in your moveset, you actually have it set that as you're really playing as somebody that's piloting the tank, so it really just makes sense that they're called Metal Slug as well. Right, right. It's uh, it's kind of similar to how perhaps if there's a Blaster Master character they're piloting Sophia the Third, it would be Sophia the Third, right. the character. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, so that's... A, yeah, if they don't leave the tank, Metal Slug makes sense. And that's a great submission onto the wiki from Kelly and I think one of I think his first the, the way I visualized it was that the metal slug would would appear briefly as the final smash and that the metal mm-hmm. and that the term metal slug was it's almost like the, the term hero where it just kind of is, a, is an encompassing term mm-hmm. oh Although okay playing as, playing as a metal slug would be pretty nifty that would be that would yeah. be if they were included in if they were included in brawl that's what would mm-hmm. happen you get a controllable like the landmaster basically yeah <laughs> that would be something. I mean, oh, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Our Porky Minch that we worked on several episodes back, 
uh, actually had Porky piloting inside of his spider mech, so. Yeah, it's a uh, most common like portrayal. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, Travis touchdown. Uh, all that I know pretty much from him is that he's from No More Heroes, and uh, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Travis. Kind of a, he's from yeah. the Travis series. Oh, oh yeah, right. <laughs> Good old ESRB oh. screwing up that. Apparently, <laughs> if you put the logo Obviously. of the game that's an enumerated game in your video, that means this video has to be enumerated as well. What is yeah, their nonsense? Ridiculous. God. No clue. I think that, no I think that rule actually came into effect after Joker was revealed, so I don't know. It's kind of kind of strange, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. They're, they're a bunch of jokers, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, and, and apparently uh, CERO is even worse per Sakurai's lament, so that's... Oh, yeah, that's thing. right. I've heard all about that. <laughs> they nerf mm -hmm. Snake's ass. <laughs> Can't nerf mine. Anyway. Doesn't need to be. Apple man. So, uh... <laughs> on to Travis? Yes, Yeah, Travis. On, on to Travis. Um, so, Travis, he's a very... He's, a, he's an otaku assassin living in a, in a rundown motel. Basically, he wants to kind of climb the ranks of the the, the uh, United Assassination Association. I believe that's what it's called. And he's a pretty, he's an indefensibly vulgar, like, horrible dude. Like, he's, he swears a lot. He cuts people, like, slices them up, to, like, to death. This is like Lister, right? Is that right? Oh, so he's basically Lister. Um, does Lister, Lister, do you own a beam katana? I wouldn't say no. Are you kidding me? Come on. <laughs> would be pretty rad, I say. Yeah. It would. What kind of it question is that? Now you should be asking, like, do you want to become an assassin? No, no. I was I'd asking. Say, I was asking. Well, do, do you own a beam katana? Oh, well, I mean, and if you don't, then it's like, well, that's fine too. I have this. Yeah. Is it a lightsaber? No, it's a fucking sword. Oh. Can you, are you blind? Yes. <laughs> okay, sorry to sorry to knock you off your groove, Kelly. Was there something anything else you wanted to say about him? Um I think I think it's just one of those games, you know, that kind of like I think it's very, it's almost like you can't, it's so brutal that you can't look away. Europe got mm -hmm. the, like, a censored version, obviously, but for the game itself, it's kind of funny, because it's sort of like a meta-commentary about, like, how games can suck sometimes, because, like, the big, like, amazingly, like, clashes between assassins, like, the big highlights of the game, they're kind of, like, balanced out by all these, like, these menial jobs that you have to do to, to earn money in order to pay for the next fight. Mm. So it's, it's very meta, it's very meta-commentary in, in a really cool way. Nice, nice, and and it's become something of a cult classic. I think it's funny that at the time that was, uh, I think in the Wii era too, um, working with people like Suda Fifty One for the first time, for Nintendo was a pretty big deal. That was when they finally started breaking out of the shell that they had lived in prior, uh, where people just assumed that Nintendo was an all-around gaming console for younger people. The Wii essentially, is a family console. Exactly, yeah. but then No More Heroes came out. No More Heroes: Desperate Struggle came out. Red Steel came out. Red Steel Bayonetta. Two, Mad World, 
Uh, Bayonetta, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So uh, all, all sorts of uh, and then Nintendo also made like Zen no Regan Leaf or whatever that was very violent. It was a interesting time, and no here, no more heroes. I think probably stands above the rest as as the uh, the go to of that mm, bunch. Nothing was as brutal in a Wii game though than when Melia got burned by Shulk in Xenoblade Chronicles, right? <laughs> oh, don't even start with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's an entire topic in its own. Yeah, you can Kelly can start his own podcast oh. about that one himself. <laughs> Uh, a Xenoblade podcast run by Kelly wouldn't be that bad, actually. Well, you deserve better. Moving on. That could be the name of the podcast. Yeah. So what's interesting <laughs> about what's interesting about Travis is that he's the only uh, character of this of these four that isn't technically a contender anymore because he was revealed as a me costume recently. It's true. Uh, during Steve's mm-hmm. presentation, that's right. So and it's funny too Travis. because he's. He's like the one who fans have gravitated towards the most for putting in Smash of the four. Although, That's true. Well, and if we're also talking about DLC for Ultimate and not in general, I would say the Metal Slug probably also has significantly lower chances considering we have Terry in from SNK and they put in Metal Slug music along with Terry. Yeah. I'm surprised sure. that they didn't get any me, uh, me Gunner costumes. Agreed. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. It's a missed opportunity. Some of the costume choices have been surprising. But some of them surprising in a good way. Uh, Vault yeah. Boy. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that I care about Vault Boy, uh, that's a great costume. The present lack of Geno. That's awesome. <laughs> Technically, yes. It remains, remains to be seen. Still. Oh, I'm going to take off my Apple now. Oh, thank God. Get a little hard yeah. to breathe in your mask there. Let's not get political there. <laughs> wasn't I'm sorry. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, I'm good. I am good. I uh Apple Man is in his normal identity now. Uh John Alban, so he can properly read the computer screen on the Smashtopia wiki when we get into deliberating over these guys. So that's that's kind of the explanation there. Uh, so it's it's quite the quite the smorgasbord of characters to say the least. Um, to the point where it's like holy moly, I'm uh, not even sure where to start. You have a character from a hack and slash game, a character from a run and gun game, a character from a rhythm game, and a character from a puzzle game. So from whoop. what I know of each of them. So Phantom R, it's very much for them. There's a lot of different kinds of uh, little puzzles they have, and, you, and you've all four of these are all on Smashtopia already, signed by Kelly. So Kelly's own moves are already out there for anybody, including us, to go look at. But from what I yeah. know of them all, Phantom R, it's just uh, a rhythm game, so you pretty much have a bunch of their different rhythm options to choose from, for, like what their moves could be. Uh, Travis is not only using his beam katana like a sword, because it's a fucking katana. But he also has a lot of wrestling moves that he has packaged in there. Uh, Metal Slug, you know, guns, grenades, tank. <laughs> and then Jill the has all kinds of fun with portals. Like, oh, hey, you, I'm going to shoot this portal over there on that wall, and I'm going to shoot one under you, and now you're gone. Bye. 
Mm-hmm. Along and with this is always some, like slippery, oh, slimy gel, and I remember what the other gel is in the first. One. I know one makes makes you slide across. I don't remember what the second one did. Um, bounce or you bounce off? That that sounds right. Yeah, bouncy gel. It's been a long time since I played Portal. I never ended up finishing it. Such a good game. I uh, I do like the idea of having a character like Chill in the game, uh, where the primary option is to for for fighting is to create portals. That creates a touch and go kind of character that you don't quite have uh, establishing the uh, such a dynamic in Smash currently. Uh, so that sets her apart. Uh, immediately in my eyes, yeah. As well as as well as having the various cores, um, going over Kelly's move set here, um, and the companion cube, which is a beautiful little friend that we all know and love, it, it etc. So I, uh, yeah. So, so, so right, so right out of the gate, I have a, a partial lean towards Joe. Uh, no, that's kind of what I was leaning. What I was leaning towards was, I think, kind of in line with, I think, one of Sakurai's statement, where I think for each character he was trying to incorporate something we hadn't seen before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also just ignoring like how technically challenging it would be, just kind of ignoring how hard it would be, like for like a portal system to work. I just try to kind yeah. of ignore that yeah. for the time being. I mean, yeah, they literally edited every single stage when they worked on adding Steve into the game. That is true. Yeah, that that I, was something I, I else. I don't know. I can't imagine portals would be that much more difficult. Oh my god! That that said, if we're talking <laughs> reality, I really hope they get like just to take take a break on the complicated. Put in some easy characters. You you, you are yep. in a break after Steve. Yeah, please. Like I remember when I, I think when Inkling was going to be in it. I remember a lot of people were thinking like, oh, is it going to be like she's going to be able to paint like all over the stage? And then we saw that was kind of yeah. They kind of scaled that back in favor of a more like a more practical moveset. So they could very well do the same with Shell, where like it's only like like a, maybe a portal will, will appear and just float for a millisecond, and like something will come out of it, and it won't be too technical, but it'll still make sense. Yeah, I kind of feel like know. if they did that with Shell, it would be a disservice to the characters. Like some things you can pair back. Inkling, I think it's an easy one to do that for. You don't have to have it to where they're covering Inkle over this territory, because oh, yeah. then no character has a chance. Because that's not their color ink, so they just have terrible movement in it. But Chell, you take away her ability to use portals and have all kinds of crazy right. fun. It's not Chell. How much can you scale something back before it starts to lose its, exactly. its uniqueness? You're saying, yeah. right? It's like I, I've, I'm not one that purports that every character needs to have their own gimmick. At some point, the gimmicks get exhausting, and it's like I just want to play somebody that's simple and fun. Like. Of the uh, other characters that we got in the first round of DLC, I love Banjo and I love Terry because they're both easy. Well, not necessarily, but they're a lot simpler. I don't have to deal with fucking uh, weapons breaking or having to make sure I have enough materials to power my minecart. Or it's like, oh, hey, do I have enough in my gauge to make Joker's moves better? Definitely a more cerebral style of playing, for sure, to have mm-hmm. to manage all those, for sure. Sure, sure. It's also, uh, although, on the other hand, uh, Devil's Advocate, I suppose, of playing, because I also prefer the uh, simpler characters myself when playing Smash. Uh, it's also kind of lends itself to the fun of the development cycle and, and seeing where they can take these characters. Like Steve, for instance, is uh, not a character I'm going to main, 
but it's also extremely impressive that they were able to put place him into the game to the extent that they have. Agreed. And uh, so I'm a, I'm a fan of the characters' inclusion for that reason. They're most quite excited with, with the announcement. Um, and for the announcement, you can look back on episode 31, Mining, Crafting, and Smashing, where Lister and I talk about Minecraft Steve at length. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, I, 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 I still have a little bit of a soft spot, soft spot for Chell so far. Um, but there's still three other characters that we haven't really touched base on whatsoever. Um, Kelly, is there is there one that you would be partial towards maybe tapping on next so that we uh, can kind of assess their abilities? Um, why don't we try Phantomar then? All right. I think okay. after Chell... I think of all these characters, Chell is definitely my most like, my most wanted, in terms mm-hmm. of how they would be able to work her in. But as as purely like as pure bias goes, I would say Phantomaro just because of how stylish she would be. Mm-hmm. So why don't we talk about him? Why don't we talk about him for a bit? Okay. So are you familiar uh... with, with? Yep. Um, have you have you seen uh, any gameplay about how Rhythm Thief sort of plays? Only what you linked me to when you sent me the moveset for him. <laughs> okay, just so, I had I had fights some time ago. Uh, so most of it's just kind of like you know overworld like world map talking to people, sort of like in that latent style. But then when you do get into the mini games or the rhythm mini games, it, it sort of goes like this. So it's got like there's like a bar on the top of the screen that shows like a current grade about how well you're doing. So successful button presses will fill that gauge, and then misses will obviously sort of deplete that gauge. So. What I sort of wanted to do with Raphael was sort of make it so, like, the better you were performing or fighting, the more that gauge would fill up. So when that gauge was full, then you could sort of perform, like, it almost provides, like, an extra boost, an extra buff to your your standard special, which I called Showstopper, where he kind of strikes a pose and kind of causes a big, like, area of effect explosion sort of around him. Almost like a, say, show's over, folks. Very nice. Um... Let's see, looking quite over here for a moment. Let's see. So yeah, very, very stylish character to say the least. I'm kind of skimming over just to recall. Uh, be, coming from a rhythm game, is there a rhythm mechanic incorporated in the moveset or, or anything that you thought of along those lines? Um, I, when I was making the moveset, I was originally playing with the idea about like, what if what if you could sort of be tuned into the current music playing in the background like if maybe if you hit if you struck the opponent in time with like the beat that would cause more damage but then mm-hmm. i just thought oh what if you're what if the song is like environmental noises or something like that <laughs> it, it's funny you bring that, would that make it up. a little trickier it's really funny you bring that up because jono and i am discussing outside like talking about trying to do a kind of rhythm character at some point in the future and um, we, we'd like to do it sooner than later, but it's all going to see on what we can build out. And John was like, oh, why can't we have them attack and do the rhythm based on time with the music? I'm just like, environmental noises. Yep, that's it. There that's you go. You can't. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. You can have them have like their own rhythm that kind of like plays along top of the, like if they activate a side special, there might be like a special beat that comes along with that. But you can't do it in tune mm-hmm. with the actual stage's music. It just does not work. Unless you, it's sort of like and, yeah. And even if you say like, okay, well, if we just remove environmental noise, and it's just like, 
the other the actual real songs of the game. It's like, okay, you do realize that some of them are going to be a lot more difficult than others. Yeah. It, it, that yeah, whole so, idea, while cool, doesn't work in Smash. So to this point... Uh, yeah. Go ahead, John. Oh, sorry. I was probably going to say the same thing as you, so go ahead. <laughs> well, it's okay. No, I was just... Uh, when Lister was talking about the side special, that's sort of what I had in mind. So this is going to be a kind of a weird, a weird example. But you know, um, you're familiar with like Lego Star Wars games. Yes. How like yeah. um, so good. I'm looking forward to the new but, one. Um, yeah, Skywalker Saga. We're getting on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, when I was a kid playing those games, I found out like when you were playing as like Jedi or lights with lightsabers, you could like obviously when you're smashing the B button and you're kind of like you know slicing over and over and over. I found out that like if you kind of time your B button presses to be a little more like, just a little less like frantic, there actually changes the sound and the effect of the lightsaber to do more yeah. damage. It almost felt like some sort of like technical things that would kind of separate like newcomers who were just going B B B B B B B, and it was very minor. But I just thought something like that could be worked in. Where like so for Raphael's side special, he sort of it's sort of like Marth's or Roy's dancing blade, although you sort of have to commit to it and you have to you have to do four in a row. And so it's based on how how well you can sort of space out the B button presses to be as kind of on the, on the same uh, rhythm as possible. And that will help maximize the damage. Very that nice. makes sense, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, so the rhythm meter builds up similarly to uh, our almost our Sen and, and Joker, but then, uh, and, and by my assessment anyway, but then get something like the Looting Lunge that is... Uh, more rhythmically inclined as well, so there is, there are tangible elements of of the rhythm in Rhythm Thief um, in the character. So that's pretty cool. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and I and I do enjoy that. Reading through this, it's pretty obvious that the character has a has a style and a grace about him. So I could see he's why very, you would be he's uh, stealthy. He's very sneaky. Like he, if he does right things right, then he can be rewarded for it. But when he messes up, then he gets punished for it hard Mm -hmm. that was sort of what i was going for yeah cool very cool then uh buddy boy how about uh some metal slug uh this is pretty cool to me uh probably just because it's the series that i'm most most (laughs) involved in um personally so you have a so metal slug as kelly said earlier it's uh, it's kind of just called that because there's four separate characters that you can play between, and then the metal slug uh, tank itself is used for the final smash. So uh, so this is a running gun character, uh, just playing as on the same level playing field as the other characters for the most part. Um, <clears throat> that if you had said, to pick a character, which which character would you want to pick, Jono? I'd probably choose Marco, just because I played uh, metal slug one the most. And he was like the, the primary character. Yeah. Yeah, the sunglasses are good. Then, uh... Let's see, why? Which one would you pick? <laughs> I was going to say either Marco or, or, or Fio. Because I, th- I think Fio and, and, and... No, wait, sorry. So, oh no, um... Parma has the sunglasses, my bad. Um, yeah. But I do know Marco and Marco and Fio, I think they've both been featured in a 3D SNK fighting game. I believe I so, yeah. which one. Uh, good question. I, there was a Metal Slug fighting game, apparently. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever heard of that. Oh, wow. Um, <clears throat> quick Google search, I'm not really quite sure. Uh, it says yeah, Artifier, but I don't think that's right. 
Huh. Cool. Kills, Maybe kills what I know, but yeah. <laughs> fight, you can fight the metal slug as a boss in that game. It would just drop down and you could like punch it to death. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, I also like the uh, here on your Smash Chobia moveset that I'm looking over. You have the uh, Yakutero, which is pretty. Right. <laughs> and it's there were, they were able to kind of uh, take inspiration from some of the 2D fighting games that, that I think, yeah, because Marco was in that one. He could, he could summon Yakutero. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool. Guess, uh, that, that, yeah, that is pretty cool. Uh, Prisoner of War Disguise, uh, Living Legend. <laughs> Who, uh, thank who you. comes around and yeah, yeah, thank you. And when you when you save him and then he just beats the crap out of him. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, man, yeah, good, good man, good man. And then a uh, mobile sat satellite similar to Snake's Cipher, uh, pineapple shaped looking grenade uh, with an aiming reticle, so a tad different than Snake's grenades, uh, and they explode on contact as well. Uh, true to Metal Slug. Um, then the Metal Slug itself is the Final Smash. Uh, pretty utilitarian device, I would say, shooting off 10 rockets that hone in on opponents. Uh, and for the extra skill, they receive stars. Just like in, uh, just like in Metal Slug. Where, where, uh, yeah, yeah. Where uh, these stars can be used to boost the power of the run-and-gun move. So uh, similarly enough to the Rhythm Meter and Showstopper for Phantom R, uh, it looks like Metal Slug character can be given uh, certain dam uh, damage boosts to 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 the uh, running gun move, which is That's pretty right. cool. You can like cancel the move or or cause recoil with your shots or have infinite ammo. Uh, you can for sort of think about it like uh, I guess you could sort of think about it like like regularly shooting with B would be like like a rapid fire of like Fox's blaster. And then mm -hmm. once you have the run the the extra skill activated, it's sort of be like a rapid fire of Falco's blaster, where it causes a bit of stun lock. Very nice, very nice. Mm -hmm. No, I, I I like that quite a bit. And uh, I guess kind of lastly, we have Travis Touchdown. Who uh, I guess the relation from jumping from Metal Slug to Travis is that they're both from kind of violent games for the time. That's pretty much it. <laughs> that pixel that pixel animation was pretty was pretty uh, vivid for its time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, but yeah, Travis is also a vulgar vulgar man, as as was uh, insinuated in Kelly's final smash or uh, extra skill description, because uh, <laughs> because he shakes his bean katana um, <laughs> to it's say the least. Good boys and girls, we have to yep. we have to adjust the animation just so it looks a little less uh, suggestive. Yeah, suggesting I mean, of what I may ask. There, there is also oh. <laughs> a uh, victory pose with a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he, Norman Reedus? You can't not uh, have it. Apparently, the tally no, saved no, the game, can. and I was like, okay, that's where no one actually saw it. In watching somebody else stream, I was like, oh god, this is the saving screen. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, because they're wild out there. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, good old, good old Suda. Um, so it's, he's a very in-your-face character, as is appropriate, mm -hmm. given given No More Heroes and given Travis himself. And uh, more so, it's just that battery charge at the center of the moveset where you have his beam katana as a primary weapon. So uh, you have to charge up every so often to uh, restore its energy um, and, and get back to full power. 
um, if I'm understanding this correctly. So that's that's a good that's a good usage. And, and otherwise, he's a he's a close combat melee character with the beam katana. So uh, I think the uh, mostly what would set him apart from the other sword fighters, other than the beam katana, certainly having a different status effects than than a traditional sword is just Travis himself being uh, quite the well, individual. I think, I think he's down uh, special I think also. also. Oh, yes? What yeah. we, I mentioned what? Oh, I think, I think Lister, you also mentioned the um, the wrestling moves that ah. Travis can do, kind of add some, some physical flair as well. Right. He He's not just a sword fighter. He has uh, a multiple oh, yeah, wrestling moves in the game as well. And in particular, on this moveset, we have Dragon Suplex for a command grab as a side special where he'll pull him into a headlock and then bend his back to the floor, slamming their head into the ground, which is always fun. Uh, poor duck kind of dog. And then a special being Tiger Cell, which technically that's... I don't think that's a wrestling room, but he turns into a tiger, which that's is right. still... What? And yeah, he does yeah. a, a... Essentially an uppercut with Tiger Claws, which is... It, nice. I was, I was okay. really struggling on it. I was struggling on a couple things. One was the recovery because I wasn't sure what like what aerial move really fit Travis because I didn't think he had much. So I just sort of made it like a like a tiger lunge, like a pounce upwards. Um, and then for his, I was also thinking of making his grabs. His his throws very could very well be um, other wrestling moves, but I really liked the idea of like a command grab that worked almost like Shulk's backslash, where it does maximum damage when you grab it at point combined. Right. <laughs> Back grab. I've often found that the up special move is the hardest one to come up with for a lot of characters. Yeah. Some characters have a really simple one. Other times it's just like, fuck, what am I going to be inventing this time around? Oh boy. I was quite happy with the wolf lunch for Midna. No, more recently. That was fairly entertaining. As a side, as a side note. Check out Midna on Smashtopia. Uh, let's see. <coughs> So we've kind of gone over the characters. We know who they are. We know where uh, they come from. Something else I want yeah. to mention with Travis that also makes him a little bit different from a lot of side sword, sword fighters. You know, a, a lot of characters have counter moves. And Travis technically has a counter move here on this moveset for his special being Weapon Clash. But it works in a quite a bit of different way in that he can actually lose his own counter. Mm -hmm. That's right. You can't just throw it out and hope something hits you. You kind of have to. It kind of puts both players in sort of like a, in basically like a like a weapon lock. Like you kind of have. You both have to work at it into one if you want to come out on top. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. And it's it's something uh, that actually like pulls right out of his games too. It's not just like, oh yeah, we don't know what to get this character. Let's just give him a counter, even if they have other options. No, weapon clash is like it's something that's one of Travis's main things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even, even if in the remote in the in a circle. Yeah. yeah. Even even if you've never played No More Heroes or never even watched a Let's Play, you've probably seen promotional art with the weapon flash. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. So uh very, very true to the game and quite different enough from other from other brawlers and other sword fighters to say the least. Uh so a contender. All, all contenders. Um, and all great and all great characters that Kelly has conditioned for the Smashtopia wiki already. So you can check those out on the wiki page um, for Smashtopia, as well as Kelly's other submissions, like uh, like his take on Violet. So do that if you haven't. And with that said, we uh, 
we know the characters, we know where they come from, and we know what they can do um, pretty much as uh, kind of detailed by Kelly in his, in his movesets he's posted on the wiki. Uh, so with that said, I guess it's kind of time for the nitty-gritty. Where, where are our leans at, and what kind of deliberation is going to go down to get us from four to two winners? So here's what I'm going to propose on how we do this. Uh, sure. I, I would say let's start off by just naming one character who we lean towards the most. And mm-hmm. if either we're all in agreement or if, like, two of us are we're liking the other person, it's like, yeah, okay, sure. We can move that person as one of our two winners. Mm-hmm. If we have different names, that's when the debate begins. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, it won't be a bullet time kind of debate because that mm-hmm. would not be fun. No. So... Um... I honestly, Quick I can I can lean in a few different ways. There, there's one that I'm not leaning towards, but the other three I could all be convinced of, probably fairly easily. What about you guys? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a quick proposal. How about we bring back Apple Man as a fourth tiebreaker if need be? That sounds fair. Yeah. No. <laughs> do you pronounce apple man like like pepsi man like apple man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. is that the the evil apple from the uh old cinnamon apple whatever the what was that cereal oh yeah yeah was, like there's a cinnamon guy and apple an apple. that's it was what apple it was yeah. yes yeah is, have, is uh, that your apple, apple man apple did he get a demotion apple jacks We'll, we'll get Apple Man and Cinnamon Stick Man into this Canada land over there. I don't, I don't know if you have that. Okay, so, um, John, do you want to tell us who you're leaning, leaning most towards? Sure. Um, I can be swayed pretty much either which way at this point. Um, if we're naming one character that we that we are most interested in having in Smash. I do have that lean as well. Uh, since Lister didn't quite preface his with names yet, um, I guess perhaps we'll go to you, Kelly, and, and see uh, what what you're kind of thinking. Okay. Um, again, oh, this is really hard. <laughs> um, yeah, they're all your children. Yeah. Hard which, to pick between. Which one is the red-headed stepchild? I, th- I think for... it's I, I think for me though it's gonna come down to who who would contribute the most and the most unique mechanic or be the most different if they were included in the I cast agree. today because mm-hmm. with someone like so for instance like you've got like metal slug characters and Travis touchdown they're both really cool but they're both they both share a lot they overlap a lot with the, the pre-existing you know sword fighter characters and gunner characters. And that's not a bad thing. It's just that I think that there's other characters that could do a lot more um, to contribute, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... Phantom Mars is also really, really cool. He's very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are, we also kind of have Joker already, who... Well, he's not really a rhythm character. Well, I guess he kind of is a rhythm character. <laughs> Persona 5 Dancing Star Knight, anyone? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so... I'm gonna lean towards Chell because for multiple reasons I think she would have a lot of 
unique portal shenanigans with like inertia, like you said, with like the gels perhaps or the cores, just because of also her representation as like a Valve rep who are basically like the Nintendo of PC gaming. Uh, yeah, it's really hard to say. I, th I think I'd have to lean towards Chell though. And, and plus, like, also, this doesn't really count as much as, but as as the other points maybe. But like, I like to think that Valve has a pretty good working relationship with Nintendo already. Like, you've seen um, like Portal Bridge Constructor on Switch. You've seen like Lego Dimensions get some Portal Two content, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so I can I concur with that. And I also, uh, as as a minor point uh, and a footnote addendum to it as well, I think that it's cool that we have a. Uh, very strong female lead that's being incorporated into Nintendo, like the into Smash, because we're still lacking I mean, we in that department. <laughs> kind of, but Chell is is of a of a new pedigree. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I mean, we're, we're saying new pedigree, but when was Portal Two released again? I wonder, uh, I oh yeah, pedigree for Smash at this point. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, Smash. even then, Bayonetta. This Portal 2 came out in well, 2011. Damn. You're not wrong, but yes. damn. So, <laughs> here's... Here's my thing on Chell. Obviously, she's the best pick of these four. I mean, come on. Come on! Whoa. I mean, seriously. Um, the, the whole Portal... First of all, just the Portals alone. Look, I, I said earlier, I was like, I'm not a big fan of doing... Of just having characters be on gimmicks. And where I'm coming from that on is, like, you don't need to have a gimmick for a gimmick's sake. Some characters are just fine being nice, too. Not everybody needs to be complicated. Does Mario need a gimmick? No. Does Link? No. You possess people with Cappy. But no. no. <laughs> it would not work. I don't care what people say. It will not work. But of these, Chell would be a really interesting character to do. Portals are something that will just change the game and it would cause all kinds of chaos. Professional terms would hate her, which kind of makes her more fun. <laughs> but I just think she'd be the most fun of these four to add in. Is she going to be difficult to use? Yep. But I think she'd be really interesting. It'd be really fun. So I, I yeah. would absolutely go with Chill of these four. She'd be my top pick. Oh, I, I had at one point been considering working on a moveset for her, and then Kelly uh, beat me to it. I'm just like, you know what? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with yeah. that. You know, oh, to I your credit, you. too. You... Oh. Yep, you did. I mean, I didn't um, have any established like, to... No, I, it's like, I, I have like a list of like 100, 200 plus characters. It's like, these are ideas I'd oh. love to do at some point. And shit was in that list. I'm just like, I, I have too many that I wouldn't be able to do them all. I, I'm well aware of this. That's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know, to your credit, Lister, you also have done characters that similarly to in the past where that have uh, had unique dynamics, like uh, like Tracer. Yes. Uh, yeah, you know, so Tracer like Tracer was difficult Kel. for me to make work, particularly with her yeah. recall ability, where she can rewind time for her own personal self. She's like, how do I make this fair, and also mm -hmm. work in the confines of Smash? Yeah. It didn't make sense not hey. to include, but how do I make sense out of it? Yeah. Yeah, well, hey, you did it. Kelly did it with Chell, and uh, Sakurai did it with Steve. So, <laughs> well, uh, well, I guess that means we're fast-tracking Chell, so now we're down yeah. to the boys. 
So it's Metal Slug. It's well, technically not just boys because Metal Slug also has girls. Uh, Travis hey, Touchdown sure. and Phantom are our remaining three. Uh, mm -hmm. Of these, there's one that I'm just not as enthused about. The other two, I can kind of be convinced of, but I do have a lean between them just out of what I think would be slightly more interesting between them. Yeah. So here's the interesting thing, right? Uh, so what you're saying between the lines is that you're not as interested in Phantom R and you want Metal Slug and Travis Touchdown. What Kelly's thinking is that he prefers Phantom R and is not as interested in Metal Slug and Travis Touchdown. So there's going to be a debate there. My I boys, don't if like how you are putting words in our mouths and we did not say those words necessarily. <laughs> But I'm just assuming, sure. based on both of your characters, I'm guessing that I'm right. So, I'm not sure what I'm thinking yet. I'm just give me a moment. See, see, this man doesn't even know yet. So, all right, since Jono's gonna be all like that, I'll just go into my own personal thoughts here between the Please. three of them. Sure. First of all, um, when when it comes to Phantom R, for me, I don't do rhythm. I don't do yeah. dance. I don't do music. I don't do any of that shit. So whenever I hear rhythm character, I'm just like, eh, yeah. eh. I mean, sure, but I'm I'm personally never gonna be enthused. Um, he he has some interesting stuff with his move sets. He's also just the character that uh, of the four of them I've literally never heard of. So I don't have He's any kind of like yeah. So so I don't have like anything even there connected to the character to be interested in. Like yeah, there's there's a pers there's Persona dancing games. There's a Final Fantasy Viva rhythm. I know those franchises though, so I can actually speak to them. Phantom R I can't speak to. Uh, Metal yeah. Slug. We have multiple characters that are kind of military and gunny, but we're, what the difference is between Metal Slug guys is I mean we have one that we have a move that summons. We have a we can upgrade our gun, we can have a sneak sniper grenades, and the tank coming in for a final smash. That's all quite a bit different. Travis, he's another sword fighter, sure, but he's quite a bit of a different fare than Marth or Link or Shulk or any of the other ones. None of them can turn into a tiger, none of them slam into people's heads into the ground, none of them have weapon clash. None of them shake their katana. At all. Whether that's a plus or a con, I'll let the viewers decide. Because true, true. I, I, I ain't touching the that. Toilet. The toilet is inescapable. Well, there is another toilet on the wiki already. The unfortunate toilet assist trophy. A Very nice. One of my favorites of yours. Favorite of mine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Check that one out. It's, it's fun. <laughs> How does that one work? Isn't so, so you played Maybe Zelda games, ask. right? You, you played the Zelda games, right, Kelly? Mm. Oh, is it like the hand that comes out? The hand in the toilet. I call the unfortunate right. toilet. Uh, I think it's smoke. just it's just like the toilet comes up. You 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 hear a little voice asking for paper, uh, and that's all it does. That's literally it. But it can be attacked, and when it's damaged, it'll shriek out, and it'll go like fly across the stage, kind of like Pac-Man's hydrant. That, that's that's maybe, the whole thing. That's it. You know, it's a very maybe, maybe, toilet. Um, it'd be really cool, like if you if if it could give you like a piece of heart, like in Majora's Mask, and then like that would you could use that to heal you if you did something properly. The hand is like, here, take this piece of heart, and then. Yeah. 
I might have to edit this <laughs> anyway. sharpie now. It, if it gets KO'd like and gets sent idea. flying, then it drops behind a heart container for healing. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm gonna, when this is done, I'm gonna make a change to that guy. <laughs> nice. Like so, that. uh, interesting. So, my thoughts can go in any direction at this point. Uh, Phantom R, I'm not as familiar with as the other characters, but that is not a detriment to me because when I hear, uh, I kind of offset the balance with uh, with Lister's uh, veering away from rhythm-based characters. I'm I have a passion for rhythm-based characters and the idea of developing them into something that can work in Smash. Uh, so having having Phantom R, um, and I also like the Professor Layton style of, of titles, and Kelly touched on that a little bit, and how there's similarities there. So that's a plus in my mind as well. Um, Travis Touchdown, uh, lots of character there, very popular character in the Smash community, uh, and just his uh, the vibrance of he himself, along with the uh, wrestling lean and the tiger thing. Make him pretty interesting. Metal Slug. Uh, intrinsic bias because I played the series. Uh, plus what Lister's already said about the uniqueness of the character as opposed to other uh, gunner type characters. But uh, they're they're pretty they're pretty even for me for now. So uh, kind of want to just hear what what uh, the rest of you guys have to say. I guess uh, Kelly, if you if you formed any thoughts. Sure thing. Um... Yeah, it's hard because I think I think I'm thinking of each of these uh, the three characters in like different different perspectives. So like for Metal Slug, I think for Metal Slug, from like a fan service point of view, it would be pretty. It'd be probably like the best contender for like because I love like what they do with alternate costumes, like with like the hero or Steve and Alex, Zombie and Enderman. I oh, absolutely yeah. love when they, when they do that. So seeing like four different characters in one, that's always a huge plus. Um, Agreed. But I suppose, I suppose, yeah, like it's hard to like, because I guess with every all their special moves, for instance, there's not much to like separate them from something that like the me gunner, for instance, can already do, like throw grenades, shoot rapidly. Um, so there's that. Um, for Phantom Mar, yeah, that's that's a bias pick for sure. He has he has some in a vacuum. He's got some cool like some fighting prowess in his in his game. Like he's got some really neat moments where he shows off just kind of like. In human levels of strength, for some reason, like I'm gonna hit you, punch you in time with the beat, and you go flying. Um, but other than that, he's really just a, like a French Michael Jackson. <laughs> I mean, he looks like him. <laughs> it's kind of a dumb way to put it, but yeah, it's more about like the intrigue of the story than like the, the physicality, I guess. It's the hat, um, I guess. It's the hat. It's always the hat. Yeah. I think it's the Travis TV. touchdown. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, all I said was it's the hee-hee. <laughs> <laughs> I think there for, like, mecha mechanically, though, like, like for technical stuff, I think Travis probably needs the other two out by a wide margin. I think we were discussing with, like, the weapon clash and the tiger and all the other neat things you can do. And, yeah, I think I think from a character standpoint, he's all he also definitely has the other two beat. So if we're not counting, like, the current exclusion with Me Gunner, um, Travis, and I would say, like, I'd, I'd say Travis Touchdown would be my second choice for sure. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the deliberation and uh, the explanation. I I can see where you're coming from. Uh, 
Lister, do you have kind of a lean here? Oh, I do. I have a lean. I know what you're going to say. Really? What, who am I going to lean towards? Travis. Well, allow me to reveal that my lean, the person out of these three who I would pick to be added to Smash, is Metal Slug. Really? Oh. Yes. I, wow. Like, Travis is fine choice. I have nothing against Travis. Uh, but when it comes, but just looking at my, my experience with these is pretty much just what I have here on the moose since I don't have much else to go on. I have very small knowledge of them outside of it. But I think Metal Slug would be more interesting to play as. Mm. Quite That's fair. Quite, that's a surprise. I think that I kind of feel like when we're leaning into this that you uh, were interested in Travis. I guess maybe discussion. Never try to predict me. Ever. I like predicting you. I like predicting you. You fail at it. I, I predicted that you would shave your beard between episodes. You did not. I did. It wasn't supposed to be, but then in this episode's recording got delayed. Yep. <laughs> I predicted it would be delayed. You slept for five hours! <laughs> Alright, guys, let's save the finger-pointing for the Phoenix Wright discussion, please. Oh, that uh, episode's... Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, Phoenix Wright is already on this much stuff via Wiki, courtesy of me, so... Ah, true. That's true. <laughs> that doesn't mean we can't do Edgeworth, though. So, Lister, can I ask... Um, yes. For the Metal Slug crew, do you see them being sort of like, kind of like echoing how Mega Man sort of like moves in Smash, or do you see them being a little more like dynamic in their own sense? How do you mean moving like Mega Man? Sort of like, sort of like a like harkening back to like like the static sort of like sprites and like like jump and shoot how they kind of okay. like their body like, sort of... like if his if their animations would get pulled straight out of the original games. Mm. Uh, Sakurai's been doing that when it comes to some of these older characters. Like again, it happened with. Mega Man, um, uh, there's somebody else. I think Banjo Kazooie has some of those similar as well. Terry, obviously, uh, I could definitely see it for Metal for Metal Metal Gear for the Metal Slug characters. Uh, it would not surprise me if Sakurai went that route. He he loves when when it comes to the older characters. He loves harkening back to their original or more popular forms. It's like when it came to right. Pac Man, if he had to use Ghostly Adventures, it was not going to happen. It was, yeah, original, true, it, was, it was a cl classic 3D Pac-Man or bust. I don't think it's necessarily the case with everything, but he has shown an inclination towards either their original form or their most popular slash iconic form. Steve did the same thing, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Steve, Steve mm -hmm. even better on that one, Steve's entire being is ripped straight out of Minecraft. It's the exact same textures. It's perfect. For both him and all the blocks as well for the stage and everything. It is one-to-one -one Minecraft. Like every other character, you know, they have their own artistic style that gets worked on in Smash. Steve is literally just like, no, yeah, this is the exact Steve from Minecraft. He mined his way into Smash and just like, oh, hey, I'm here now. What's up? It's perfect. It's one to one, like you said, I think people started modding him like day one. Probably, yeah. I would not be I would not doubt that. I also saw mods recently of uh, the Among Us characters over Pac-Man, which was a thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> no custom moves, but still those guys. 
Man. Every move is just so, kill. Yeah. So Kelly is kind of in Travis's corner. Uh, Blisters in the middle. I don't recall Kelly saying that. I believe you did, right, Kelly? Or am I mistaken? I would say, yeah. Like I think it's it's hard to say. I think Travis would would lend a lot of character. He would lend a lot of like. I don't know if he, I don't know if it's fair to say he's more technical than like Metal Slug, for instance. But I think he he adds a lot of like I think he kind of it's a very suited thing to kind of like say here's a sword fighter oh just kidding he's a lot more like brutal and and visceral and and throwing people around on the floor breaking their necks and stuff like that. Okay. Does he hang up people? But I want to say I want to give a point to Metal Slug too, but I think just like seeing like I put so much into Travis's farm and just seeing him at least get a nod in Smash was really kind of what did it for me. So. Yeah, really hard to say, but I'll I'll lean towards Travis. Sure. Okay, that's funny because I lean towards Phantom R. Hey, I figured you probably what? would. Nah, just kidding. I actually am leaning towards one of the two characters that you and Kelly have already talked about. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, we can. I mean, okay. If you're not sure, feel free to ask questions, or run through your own thought process. So, um. Not much of a thought process here that we haven't already covered, honestly. Uh, just between uh, the characters and their, and their unique traits, we already have that down. Um, I actually kind of agree with Kelly, where what makes the most sense for Smash and in in just the current scape, in my mind at least, feels like Travis. But uh, but at the same time, um, my lean uh, for the reasons that you, Lister, have already mentioned, um, plus my own natural bias towards the series, is Metal Slug as well. So there's a bit of a conflict of interest there. And as for Phantom R, I am uh, very warm towards the idea of the character uh, being playable. I'm not quite sure uh, what makes him slightly lesser in the scope of a Smasher Dash. Not necessarily in how I view the character and how Kelly wrote the moveset, uh, just for the sake of the discussion mm -hmm. here. Um, I'm not sure what lends him to be a little lesser in that scope, um, honestly, but but uh, hearing your, both of your points, I could lean either direction. It's just Metal Slug is uh, the current bias. I think what's interesting is that both Metal Slug and, and uh, No More Heroes both have recency, because we know No More Heroes 3 is also coming soon. Soon, soonish, mm -hmm. and then I mm -hmm. think Metal Slug is also also has a new game on the horizon somewhere. I think so, Met, like Metal Slug Ten or something along those lines. It's recently yeah, released. that's right. And an anthology as well. That's in case um, striking while the iron is hot. Oh yeah. Now they need that Apple Man game out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if they could balance out metal slugs like running and gunning, I could see, I could see it happening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, Metal Slug 10 came out in 1999. <laughs> yeah, their most recent game was in 2009. Nice. Whoa. Metal that was Slug on the DS, 7, which is also called Metal Slug XX, which it would be 20. So I don't know how that's seven. Like, okay. I I don't know. Did, did Microsoft name it? 
<laughs> People yeah. say Valve can't count to three, but at least they can count in a straight line. Metal Slug X, then. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I think there was an iPhone game in there. Somewhere. I think uh, yeah. Valve can can Valve can kind of uh, count to Alex. I think. At least it's a step in the right direction. Yep. At least. Yep. Yep. If you like so, VR, uh, sure. Mm-hmm. If you like feet, interesting. But uh, but to my understanding, it seems like our top two here are Travis and Metal Slug. Yep. If I'm okay, um, and I would, I would be willing Metal to concede. And... Yep. If we're taking into account, sorry, um, if we're taking into account the the, the Travis me costume, I'd be willing to concede to the to Metal Slug. I mean, we don't necessarily have to keep that in mind because this is a. Hypothetical of we don't necessarily struggle with okay, this is only to be like DLC for Ultimate, it's just future of Smash in general. Uh, right, it's right. like when we discussed uh, Edelgard, Cla- Claude, and uh, Dimitri before, it's like Byleth already, but we still discuss them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So it's 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 uh, it's more so okay, let's put it this way um, Metal Slug versus Travis, uh, Kelly, what makes you choose Travis in the matchup. Hmm. I guess just because of all the characterization he's got, like he's got, let's count him on, he's got multiple, um, even like going outside of like what the, what the movesets are, he's got like multiple beam katanas he could switch between. He's had mm-hmm. like a, a fight in a, in a giant robot battle. His whole like sort of like contrast between like the kind of cutesy eight bit style and like the more brutal, edgy, realistic style. Mm-hmm. And I guess just all like the the dynamicness, I guess I should say, of just how his gameplay works. Metal Slug's also really awesome, but it's more mm-hmm. straightforward. Like you've got like the here's the enemy, shoot it, move A to B. I guess with Travis there's a yeah. lot more riding against yeah. him, like he's fighting through like malls and stuff of like Literal armies of people with like pistols yeah. and just like here take this slice. It's hard to put into words, yeah. I guess, but just kind of like something like that. Yeah, how real he is. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I gotcha, and I, and I think probably, at least partially, just just the hype of the community around the character has probably fueled a bit of the bit of the excitement he's, there. He's riding um, the wave right now, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I gotcha. And then for Lister, I um, if I recall, it's more of a just just the mechanical differences of Metal Slug. Uh, it's uh, a couple it. things. For for one, I really like uh, how the running gun standard special and the extra skill work together. I uh, I really love how that how they go. Um, having four characters that you can use for different alts is always something that's fun. Uh, the tank is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I don't think we have anything of that particular genre in Smash yet. We don't have anything that is your side-scrolling shooter game either, and people like something I like to see is I like to see multiple genres be represented. I also, and having another one that's new, hell yeah. yeah. We have Travis. I don't. I don't know if he's necessarily strictly would be considered a hack and slash, but there are a couple characters like that already in. Well, at least one being Bayonetta. I'm not sure about the rest of them. But we don't have anything that would be like Metal Slug either. The closest thing is um, Snake. More, more so because of uh, similarities between the mobile satellite, uh, 
special that he has. But Over metal beyond stuff. that, yeah. But beyond that, um, he's fairly different. The closest thing we have to a grenade move is uh, Banjo Kazooie, but that one works quite a bit differently considering they're shitting out the egg behind them. Where this one is, you know, you actually get to throw it in front of you, which is a little bit more useful. Sorry, sorry, Banjo, but uh, shooting grenades out behind me not that great. Takes maybe, some maybe yeah. Yeah, it's like in, in a free for all, sure. But if it's just a one v one, that's a not a good move. Yeah, the, the the lead time is so fast on that move too. It's not like you can pick it up from behind you and throw it. Mm-hmm. Make fair amount of time. Right. But it's like, and then Travis. Um, I mean, if I had watched more of his games, I might be more interested in him. But as it stands now, uh, all I really know is he wants to be an assassin. He, I mean, he is an assassin. He wants to be the top ranked. He's brutally murders everyone in front of him with his beam katana, and he can somehow turn into a tiger. <laughs> and he's a wrestler. That that's all I got. Think about the tiger. Think and about he, the tiger and take it into your heart. He has a kitten. I know that too. Yeah, he's got a kitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a big loser, but he's a big loser, but we love him. The cat or Travis? Oh no, the uh, Travis. Okay, yeah, the cat's yeah, cat. I, yeah, we all... I, I've heard him described as like, in, in a way, Travis is if the lonely internet kid somehow could kill people, which is uh, I think, but it's kind of scary. I don't like this anymore. It's uh, an American reality. Um, yeah, like for Travis, I will. I will if I can add that he does go through a lot of the first game is pretty much him like wanting to get to number one. Mm-hmm. By the time two rolls around, he really gets a lot of good like character development and humanization, and realizing mm-hmm. like the effective that he's having. So I'll just leave that there. And I think this nice. is the for the third one. They're fighting aliens or some shit. Yeah, aliens like, coming to conquer. Yes. So, yeah. so now the we alien. have the number one assassin. Killing aliens, okay? What the <laughs> fuck, guys? Metal Slug has, has aliens. Uh, no More Heroes, aliens. Always with the aliens. Phantom Thief, Crossover. Aliens. There you go. Bonaparte, Napoleon is an alien. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, Napoleon zombie is his next character. What? Even, even Shell connected somewhat to Half-Life's universe. Yeah. Sort of. Because uh, GLaDOS mentions Black Mesa. Yeah, Borealis. Weird, huh? I guess I will say that like the the running gun mechanic of Metal Slug is probably a lot more interesting, or it would be a lot more interesting to use than like in comparison to Travis's like shake the shake uh, sword. It's basically like Inkling's recharge mechanic, where instead of just like shoot, do better shoot, it's like do better sword. Right shake the sword but it's so uh so raunching yeah anyway they knew what they were doing i love that response it's just okay um so to me it's it's just it really seems like uh you guys both have made very strong cases for the characters and it kind of feels like it might fall on my shoulders to tiebreak. Sounds like it. Yeah. 
Lister's mm-hmm. firmly in Metal Slug's corner. Uh, Kelly's firmly in Travis's corner. The funny thing is, you say firmly in their corners, but I think both of us, with the proper push, would swap characters. Yeah, I agree. Because there's like, so either... much potential on both sides. So, like, it... e- either one of them would be good picks. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I would yeah. be happy with either one in this mm-hmm. Smash S, that is. Um, in reality, if we if we randomly got Metal Slug or Travis and been like, and not some one of these other people, I'd be like, what, what? Would right, not be fine. <laughs> is that one of my picks? But fine. I would be hyped as shit if we got Metal Slug. I won't lie. <laughs> Think so about the that. music uh, potential as well. Like, we've, I know we've already got a bit of Metal Slug music too. We mm-hmm. can get a lot more Metal Slug uh, tracks added. And also with Travis, we could pretty much get like almost every No More Heroes track is on the table. Yeah, that's true. With, uh, that, yeah, because with your uh, Travis moveset, you also gave me the um, stage frame with fifty-one music tracks. I had to go hyperlink the fucking thing, and some of them I had to really. find new versions of because the link wasn't working for whatever reason. It was like, here's oh. a thirty-minute extended version. It's like, I'm not putting that down. I'll find a shorter thirty-minute <laughs> version. Thank you very much. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, I, want to, I want to just to find all the right ones. One of them I couldn't actually find because you said for the song instrumental version, but the link you oh. gave me wasn't the instrumental version. I could not find an instrumental well, version. I was like, that, well, that was mostly shit. just to, that was mostly just to kind of be in line with, uh, hey, this song has swearing, so let's take kind of like how, um, well, I guess this doesn't count, but like Snake Eater for some reason is instrumental. Hmm. I guess for like Philistine, they would just keep the lyrics out because it's got swearing in it. I mean, they also censored the DK rap. Oh yeah, true. Well, you're a gosh darn Philistine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they could bring it on, you gosh dang kitty. You gumdrop. Yeah. Oh boy, boys and girls, you Apple man. Okay, um, yeah, crap. So, Jonathan, do you have any any lean, whatever? Because we're kind of just like on you, dude. (laughs) I kind of noticed fucking decision. Hold on, I uh, both both Kelly and I, you know, we're happy with either way. Yeah. Let's uh. Someone's gotta resolve this. Let me let me just find someone. Just hold on a sec. I'd like to call uh, call in this this for uh, for an intermission. Can I phone a friend. Oh God. This nonsense. So Kelly, how's the weather? Pretty mild here. I'm liking the, this week's been pretty mild. Oh, that's cool. What, what games have you been playing lately? Um, I'm trying to 100% Xenoblade. Oh, I'm uh, just playing some Yu-Gi-Oh. Hello, Denison. Oh, yeah. oh. I have returned. I am Appleman. It's good to see you all. Treat me as Jono's Echo or his alternate costume, if you will. He has a lot of those. He has a lot of those, but I may be the best. Eventually you'll be thrown in the closet just like all the rest. Hmm. Well, nonetheless... 
I hear that I'm needed for a tiebreaker, to say the least. Um, so you boys have been trying to decide between Travis Touchdown of the No More Heroes franchise and Metal Slug of the Metal Slug franchise, a fairly appropriate name for it given the name of the game is the same as the character. So, um, I would like to strip the firm what? skin no, from do off not. Of my, from Wait a minute. Wait from a off of my brain men, my mental appendage to share with you the grit of my mind within the core of my being you will find you you will bite into the answer with no worms attached because I'm a fresh apple man but those games are good retrieved from the local five and, and dime store um off the corner of, of Oracle and Moore Road. So, uh, Travis Touchdown, what a guy. We and him go way back. We're uh, actually school buddies from, from middle school. Both went to no Dover. Way. Yeah. Um, Beam Katana and all, he, uh, he, was, he was quite the individual. He uh, spent a lot of time shaking his sword. Uh, as for Metal Slug, I uh, haven't met them yet, but they're they're personal heroes of mine. I I too have a have a tank that I'm building in my garage that I would like to fight alien forces at some point in my life. Uh, the soundtracks of both of these characters quite quite intense. You have militaristic battle music and a sci-fi uh, world place with Metal Slug and. You have this in-your-face uh, punk atmosphere in, in the in the in the scape of Assassinville and No More Heroes. Uh, it it really you you must ask yourself truly, uh, like what 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 do as the children say what what do. And uh, so it's to no easy decision no fine you know it's, it's difficult to decide i am just going to kind of consult my paper here and see what works best um and in the end i i suppose that um wrap for the it visual up aid, for the visual aid this is this is my answer He's holding up a picture of Metal Slug for those that can't see the video. Dear oh. God, dude, you spent 20 minutes on that nonsense. Thank you very much, Apple Man. You saved the day. Fuck. Oh, man. So Metal Slug is our second in place contender. Jesus. So yeah, what did you decide? I decided that I have a new co-host and it's Kelly. I thought it was Apple Man. No. <laughs> oh. oh, what? So, what did you choose? Um, I chose the Fire View. 
Okay. Okay. Let's do. Do you want to tell him? Yeah, I want to tell him that we actually went with Phantom R. Oh, good. Yes, that's that's correct. Well, while I was Phantom gone, R I was actually thinking way. that I would choose Phantom R. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Anyways, so Chell and Metal Slug have been the winners from our Kelly Jelly Special Battle Royale of the Ages. Uh, maybe we'll do another one like this the next time I get four characters from Kelly Jelly put on the uh, wiki that aren't already in Smash, because that's why, obviously, I didn't do it with Byleth, because Byleth was already there, so I kind of couldn't do that. But, uh, yeah, that's how it worked out. This was, I, I was worried, I was worried we were going to be under an hour for a little bit there, but it worked out. I would say so, yeah. So that was quite the episode. I, I uh, it was a difficult decision. I, uh, I would be quite happy with Travis and, and Smash as well, and Phantom R for that matter. Um, you know, I just uh, I, th I think my, you know, at, at the end of the day, Smasher dashes aren't aren't quite made just for analytical purposes and, and saying what would uh, how would this work in Smash as opposed to other characters. Although that can certainly be a uh, something argument. that you use, yeah, a, ta a talking point, an arguing point. Uh, but mostly it's just, uh, what do you want most? Mm -hmm. What do you want most? So at the end of the day, I I, I just want Metal Slug uh, a little more. And I think that's just my uh, personal personal bias just kind of went out, honestly. Um, but Travis is a great character. And I think Kelly put a lot of uh, passion into studying for and developing that moveset. And it's also his most recent one. So, you know, pat on the back where that's due and, and really... Uh, check Travis out on the on the wiki as well as the other characters. Thanks guys. I I guess I, that that I guess uh it means a lot to say that like I well I guess I shouldn't say peaked early but I suppose I, I hit the ground running with Metal Slug and it only kept going strong from there. You did. You did. And and uh I wouldn't even say that Metal Slug's moveset is uh is better than Travis's uh per se. It's uh it's it's purely uh personal decision on on the part of apple man i think mm -hmm. <laughs> but travis is a again very very good character and uh and phantom r i mean not to give him the shaft at all either um very very good character you know one that you're you're personally passionate about which makes me want to go back and play phantom thief because i missed out on it the first time around i was uh playing uh olinda at the time that's sort of that's sort of what I was trying to do with these picks was one to kind of get some unique ideas down, mm -hmm. and and two to kind of maybe pick characters that were sort of like fringe characters that because I I was kept worrying like oh what if what if you both have already done it then I don't want to like waste my time and and do the same character so I was like oh I'll try something kind of left field. I mean you asked yeah. a lot of yeah. I've had a lot of fun making them so hopefully I'd like I'd love to make more because they're always great experiments and creativity so something you have our open invitation to he is there is no rule against uh not uploading a character that's already on there if um mm -hmm. it's like we have the, like we would discuss phoenix right uh he's on the week already but if you have an idea for your own phoenix right nothing's stopping you fucking go yeah gotcha like we have yeah. no such rules True. no i mean popeye's on this on the site uh mm -hmm. Vaxeldon's on the site, so we, uh, well, those are fourth party characters that we did. Yeah, just kind of pushing the envelope. But, um, is all. Yeah, but I mean, like, 
because we we even dis, we've even discussed like what if we did our own version of Byleth? Yeah, because we we don't have because we have like a Sakurai version, our version, your version. Who cares? This week is supposed to be where anybody can add things on there. Of course, mm-hmm. at the time, at the moment, it's just the three of us, and then whatever guests we have on for Smash Up, yep, so that has their names out there too. But you I believe know, Jake has done one as well. I don't believe he has. No, well, he's done some coding on it, I guess. <laughs> he he um he was working on some of the info boxes, but I don't believe he's actually put any submissions on the wiki himself. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah, it was a it was a pleasure having you again, Kelly, and this was this was quite a fun episode. Thank you so much, you guys. I really I always enjoy being able to chat and analyze yeah, and discuss things with you. And I like I really like the um, the, the battle royale format as well. Even mm-hmm. a lot more um, like uh, they expanded it a, a lot. I think rather than just one on one. So that was really that was a yeah. really cool opportunity. So thank you once again. Of course. Do you have any uh, teasers for what your next character is going to be? Um, teasers. Um, I don't really have one in mind right now. I can, I can tell you a couple um, rejected ones that I had. Sure. That sure. I was, ones that I, ones that I started and then I kind of just I kind of stopped. I, I may have already mentioned them before. Um, one was for um, Gauntlet Legends or the Gauntlet series. You know how there's like the there's like the the Valkyrie, the Barbarian, the Archer, and the Wizard. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. your wizard is about to die. I thought about <laughs> picking one one of those characters, but being such a weird series where there's no real focus on just a single main character, I kind of didn't get far with that one. Right. Um, and the other one was from a game. Uh, I think it was a Sega game called Fighting Vipers. Hmm. Nice. And one of the one of the characters who was also featured in, in I think Project Cross Zone, one of those games, is named Bon B A H N, and he's kind of like this cool dude with um with his hat that's kind of pulled down over his eyes. He almost looks like I think Jotaro from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Nice. I thought about using him as a as an idea, but then I didn't really get far with him either. Very cool. Oh, that guy. Okay, yeah, I, I've played um, Project Cross Zone. <laughs> I was like, right. which, which character is this? But okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool guy. Cool dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not familiar with I, Fighting Vipers, but Jono and I, like, in our own Discord talks that we have, we have discussed the uh, merits of the warrior from Gauntlet. Uh, I do agree oh, yeah. it's kind of hard to do uh, one that tried to encompass all four characters at once would be difficult, unless, like, Loading times are crazy, and you could literally swap character model on the fly using different special moves, which is in its okay. own self a complicated obstacle. But uh, I would love to have some gauntlet representation in Smash. It's a legacy series. Yeah. Because like, yeah. isn't the warrior like the default, like the first character you see on the I character selection so. screen? I think so. At least I think he was in the original game. The future Gauntlet tiles, you know, they've added in extra characters, they've added in real story and modes and shit. Yeah. There's many well, uh, I can. Th- uh, the yellow wizard in one of them is looks like a pharaoh, or at least has like a pharaoh yeah. outfit. I love that. I like that. Mm-hmm. That one was fun. Because that series have, has, uh... has a fair amount of like, meme and stuff. Yeah. 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 
I'm I'm working on a character as well, um, to the side of all the Smashopia stuff. Um, that you'll you'll probably be fairly excited about. So uh, he made his debut on this episode actually. Oh. Um, Porky. Yeah. Yeah. Appleman. Oh. Yeah, Appleman is played by David Harbour. Cool. Be a good time. <laughs> the next great hit in gaming. Um, it's it, it, like Apple, yeah. Apple yeah. kid from Earthbound. Oh yeah. Which yeah. is funny you mentioned because in the Porky uh, episode we determined that Apple Kid uh, he would have an alt based off of Apple Kid. Very oh, true. Right. Yeah, that would work. I think the next uh, the next big step for mother in in Smash proper is probably Bubble Monkey. Just playable at what mess on the I think it's Porky, but alright. Oh yeah. It, it's Porky the telephone. and then That's his father. Let's get yeah. all three of the psychic boys in there. Come on. Tessie. I I can I concur. Uh, and then we can and we can talk about Teddy later. Um nonetheless <laughs> kind kind of diverging here. It's it's entertaining though. Uh Kelly, any any closing thoughts? Um like There you have it, folks. Just kidding. Yeah. Just <laughs> Radio sounds. Just kidding. I uh yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing Sorry. what happens next, both both in Smashtopia and in real Smash Bros. to see what character makes the next cut. Agreed. And I'm looking forward to doing this again with you as well, both for, you know, another Smasher Dash. I mean, hell, give us a, give us a few more characters and we'll do this again one day. Oh, yeah. uh, but um, on top of that, too, I mean, we've had you on for two Smasher Dashes so far. Uh, maybe one day we'll have you on for a Smashtopia kind of workshop episode or, or an mm -hmm. on-topic or something and kind of vary it up a little bit. It'll I look a, forward to it. Yeah, we look forward to it too. You're always a consensus and 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 uh, great guest to have on, and and we appreciate having you, and we appreciate all that you've done for the podcast with the with composing the excellent theme, uh, for being here to record this episode, of course, um, and the previous, and for your all of your work on Smashtopia. My pleasure, guys. Thanks so much. I I look forward to seeing where it goes from here. Of course, of course. And uh, and before we let you go. Um, we're just going to close out the show and, and uh, give the people what they want with the next episode announcement, which well, is, let's hear With our next on topic, and I'm trying to see if I have, I don't have one near me, so I can't, unfortunately, bring that out. But for our next one, we're going to be discussing a topic that we actually discussed once before in the episode that was cut because, well... It wasn't great, and then they also announced that ARMS was happening, so we had a better on top if we could film at the time. We're talking about Amiibos and their use in Smash and other general Nintendo games. Uh, we're bringing on uh, another recurring guest, and it's going to be a good time, I feel like. we There's a lot of Amiibos that are out there right now, and I think we'd like to see some more that get created besides just Smash Brothers ones. Hey, maybe we could get a uh, Metal Slug Amiibo. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Or a, or a real-life bean katana to shake. <laughs> Anything is possible. Or a real-life tiger to turn into. Ooh, that would cost a lot. It'd be worth it. It would. It would. I think I would call my tiger alias Sherry. 
What's the tiger from The Hangover named? You assume I watched that movie. Tough. That, uh, that tough is question. outside of my humor. Was wow. that uh, was that Ezekiel? It was a long time ago. I have no clue. <laughs> Joe, Exo- Joe Exotic. There. <laughs> nope. Refuse. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Trash. Oh boy. Welcome to the United States, where we obsess over that show. More honesty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, the, you, you want to know what my tiger is called? It's called What's in the Episode. So, with all that, we will see Quite you all name. at another time, another place, another reality. Hopefully, not my reality, because I like to keep it private. But, the that's goals. all for today. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks again, guys. Have a safe night. Looking forward to next you time. You too. I don't want to. Ha <laughs> <laughs>